Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today is the mindset episode where we talk about the tips and the tools and the strategies to help you shift through your challenging moments of the week. So today we're going to talk about another one of my favorite topics. I know I have a lot of favorite topics, but this one is self-care. And this comes up a lot in my coaching, in messages that I get on Facebook and in social media, people wondering, how do I do self-care? And how can I possibly do all these things that I need to do? And how can I do that when I have kids and I have a job and I have home responsibilities? It's not possible. So this top this topic is really important to me and it was something that I wish I would have understood a lot sooner. In a lot of ways, when my kids were younger, I was the mom who would get up at five in the morning to work out. And I remember, you might laugh at this, but I remember using Tybo videos, like type, like honestly, workout videos, Kathy Smith workout videos, whatever I could get to help me to have a workout from home because I would try and get it in before my day started. I was giving to myself first. And that's really the number one thing we're talking about first here is learning to give to yourself first. You cannot give to others if you don't give it to yourself first. It sounds so simple, but this is real talk. I'm not going to be talking about self-care isn't selfish. We all know that quote. We hear it. It actually makes us roll our eyes when we hear it because it feels like we we haven't made the leap to understand the power of self-care. It sounds almost like we're being criticized or put down. And so let's look at it this way. Like you have to give to yourself first. You How you give to yourself is a, an exact method of how you give to others. And what you do with that helps you to give back to others. So it's it's to say that it's impossible to give to someone else if you don't give to yourself first. I remember years ago hearing Lisa Nichols say that, and I apologize if, you, if you've heard this one, but maybe it needs to sink in a little bit more, the, the cup and the saucer. So when we are pouring water into a cup, and if the cup is on a saucer, if I take a bottle of water and I pull it in, like pour it into the cup, as it overflows into the saucer, the saucer is the overflow that you give back to others. You cannot even have anything in the saucer until you fill your cup first. It is the only way. So you have to fill your cup first. It goes to overflow, and the overflow is what you give to others. The challenging thing here is that the cup is always moving. The liquid in the cup is always moving. So if we're in times where it's more challenging, then we actually need to up our self-care game. And ironically, that is not what we do at all. We tend to put everything else that we need on the back burner and we just dive headfirst into what does everyone else need. 
Now, I'm not saying that there's times in your life. I know there's times in your life. We've had very challenging times where things have to go by the wayside a little bit. I can't give to myself the same amount that I was giving before. But what has to happen is we have to put back into perspective of what do I need to be the best version of me. So I work with a lot of entrepreneurial women. They have this mindset. They're they're drivers. They want to create change. They're learning how to share their stories. They typically are caring for children. Maybe they have parents to care for, home, meals, juggling, to-do lists. You get it. It's huge. Now let's throw COVID into the whole mix. Now with COVID, you've got the demands of your job, plus you're taking care of everybody. Now you're running a daycare and you have to homeschool your kids and somehow you have to work out and do all those things. So in that is very, a very different environment. That's a tough environment because you cannot win in that environment. That's not going to happen. You like actually can't, you can't win. It's, it's not possible to do the way that we have it set out. So there are going to be times in our life when we have to change the expectation of what we think it should look like. So don't tell yourself that the expectation is that we have to be in a space of, um, it's perfect, or I'm getting two hours to myself every day, or I'm getting this, or I'm getting this. There are times that that image and that actually has to change because it's just life is throwing us something different. And that's okay. What's not okay is completely foregoing the self-care game and then turning and blaming, I'm going to speak to women here, turning and blaming others because we're not getting the support, we're not getting the help, we're not doing the things that we need to do, and we have this expectation of what it's supposed to look like, how we are supposed to perform, and then all of a sudden, like you're not meeting any of the expectations, nor will you ever. Like honestly, nor will you ever. You're not going to do it. It's physically impossible. So instead, you have to set yourself up for success, and we have to be realistic. What do you need to be the best version of you? Like, What do you need? So remembering, it's your cup. This is a moving target every day. It, life is changing. Your demands are changing. Hormones are changing. Everything is moving. So it's like this big moving whack-a-mole game. And you have to figure out what do you need and break it down to the very basics of what you need to be your best. So I would really challenge you to do this. And can you come up with a list of three to five maximum things that you need right now that you have to have on a daily basis to be your best version of you? So what do you need? Sleep, water. For me, sleep, water, exercise, movement of any kind, journaling, reading, quiet time, even in moments, even if it's moments of time. Make a list of the things that you need. I need nature. I need time with my dog. I need to be just playing and having fun. And you have this rotating list. There's going to be some things that maybe there's that five to 10. Like I would love to get out and play every day. It doesn't happen every day. Um, in a perfect world, I'd love to nap every day for 20 minutes because it, I revives me, but we have to look at what is it that we need to be that best version of, of ourselves. Make a list of those top five things that you need. Now ask yourself the really hard questions. Are you doing them at all? Are you putting them into your day? Are you making it concrete? And if no, why not? Like, why not? So if you know that you need like seven hours of sleep every day and that's your minimum and you wake up every day at five, then that means you need to be asleep by 10, which means you need to start going to sleep around 9.30. Maybe you read and, and downtime and your phone needs to go off at a certain time. Maybe you have a nighttime tea. See where you can create a routine that's going to work, that's going to support the thing that you need to be the best version of you. 
So you need to just kind of back that up and look at what it is that you need. Water, how can you build yourself for success? How can you have water near you? How can you track the amount that you're having? How can you drink water first? It's the first thing you should do in the morning when you wake when you wake up because it's your most dehydrated time of the day. I could literally go do a 6.30 workout and I've probably already had a liter and a half. It's just what my body needs before I start my day. So making a list of those things and then figuring out where can they fit in. So then what you also have to look at is maybe you actually have to shift the expectations of what it's supposed to look like. So maybe your self-care is fitting it into the pockets of your day, like the small pockets of your day throughout the day that maybe you get, you know, 10 minutes of reading. Maybe you get 10 minutes of a meditation. Maybe you get five minutes in a bathtub to yourself. I don't know. But fitting it into the pockets of your day, maybe you have to ask for help. Maybe it's a change in the mindset to believe that you deserve the time and deserve to feel good. So let me shift this one, say it again. Maybe it is a change in your mindset to believe that you deserve the time and you deserve to feel good and deserve to feel the best you possible. And did I hit a nerve with that one? Because if I did, good, honestly, good. That's what's going to help you to create some shift because you're going to say, yeah, I would like to do that, but you don't understand what my life is like. I don't. I don't understand what your life is like, but I also don't know what your expectations are. If your expectations are out of control and they're super, super high, it's not going to work. And I, re- I really encourage you, I keep going back to this podcast because it's one of my favorites, the one I did on standard, standards versus expectations. Expectations is completely living in the future. It's projecting what we think it should look like, and it's what we don't have any control over, so it's kind of ridiculous. Whereas standards are about based on our present time and where we are right now and what we need to do to raise our standards in order to set the bar for what we need. So my standard is raised that I need seven hours of sleep. I would love eight. Sometimes it's eight, but I like seven. Anything less than seven, it starts to challenge me the next day. So that means I am winding up and getting ready for bed at nine or nine thirty. And that might be the time when my husband's just getting home. So it's not ideal all the time, but we make time in other places. But that sleep piece is huge for me. So understanding what it is expectation-wise and bringing it down to standards. I need to move on a regular basis. I need to exercise daily. It helps me to really kind of move the funk out. It has nothing to do with size or weight at all. Nothing at all. Um, I just heard a quote, a fantastic podcast with Gabrielle Reese, who's married to Laird Hamilton. And she said that she is so tight on her nutrition, her expectations, or not her, her, what she wants for her nutrition and her exercise every single day, because it's, it's the only chance she has of being a good human, a kind human, a good person. It's just what she has to do to be the best person that she can be. And that really spoke to me because that's what exercise means to me. That's what movement means. It clears the funk out of my head. It helps me to think more clearly, and it helps me to sleep better. So it's a double whammy. Now, I understand you might be listening to this and go, like, I've never exercised before, or I really wish that's easy for you. Um, It's not easy for me. Don't tell yourself that story, because every time you tell yourself that story, you've compared your journey to mine. You don't know my story, and that doesn't help you. It doesn't serve you. I promise you it doesn't. So the second you drop into comparison, you have to pull back out, because you're taking your eyes off your own track and your own focus of what you need to do. 
So I really encourage you to see it that you are using self-care as a method of valuing yourself and what you need. Because if you don't show up as the best version of you, I can't come in and fix that. No one's going to come in and change that. No one can do anything about it but you. It's you. It's your priorities. It's, you have to own that yourself. And if you are blaming others for why it's not working, you're not helping yourself to find a solution. You're actually keeping yourself stuck. Where can you ask for help? Where can you reach out to someone and say, I just, this isn't working. What, what can I do? Where can you do that? Because that's not weakness. That is like vulnerability. And maybe you can pay that other parent back with something and give them time as well. Your kids need to see you making self-care a priority. They literally have to see it because they, I'm going to, I really want this to land. They need to see you making self-care a priority because we want them as functioning human beings to make self-care a priority for themselves too. They absolutely have to know what feels right, what decision feels good, what do I need right now, how do I improve my own self-esteem, how do I make my, myself feel better, how do I improve my self-worth, what do I need to do to be the best version of me. Those are lessons that they will learn, and they can learn by example when you give them the space to make their decisions. You make self-care the priority. So when we're blaming others, it's not working. We're not in ownership. When we are waiting for others to fix and fill our cup and do it for us, we are not in ownership. All of those things, when we're not in ownership, we're not in a space of creating change. We have to be in ownership in order to create change. It is the only way. And that is how we can change our self-care game. So if we have a if you're running a business and you are giving it all you've got and you're like, I just can't figure out what this missing piece is, I am telling you firsthand, you can drastically change your business by changing your self-care game drastically. It's because you show up differently. You show up differently in your videos. You show up differently with your client calls. You show up differently in your groups. You show up differently in all areas of your life. And sometimes that's enough for someone to go, I don't know what you do, but I'd love to work with you. And I, I just got this message this week. And it was a reminder that I need to keep showing up as me, as that top priority. So I also want you to think really simply that what does, what other things might be part of self-care? Um, food and what we're taking in or what we're not taking in, what we're buying, what we're not buying. If it's something that does not serve you well, just question yourself at the grocery store if you're even bringing it home. Because for me, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to eat this, but it's going to go on my cart to come home. Of course, I'm going to eat it. Of course I am. So where can I be honest with myself with those decisions? The other thing self-care wise, which I have found really, really helpful, and I wouldn't call it like a direct meditation, but it's literally breathing. Like when I'm sitting, I might give myself maybe two minutes and I practice really deep diaphragmatic breathing. I would encourage you to look into um, how powerful that can be. But really by getting into diaphragmatic breathing, that means dropping and breathing into your abdominals first, chest is second, learning to let go from that chest and letting go from the abdominals. As human beings, we typically all breathe in a backwards manner and that does not serve us. It does not help us. And it allows us to keep tension stored in our upper chest. So there's way more information on that with breathing that can make a difference, but that can be a sign of self-love. That can be a sign of self-care. Don't make it huge and complicated. Don't. 
let your self-care game meet you with where you are at right now. You might be in a space and you might be in a time in your life where it's very chaotic. It's very challenging. There's a lot of moving parts going on. There's a lot of moving pieces and your self-care game might be the first to go. It typically is. So how can you change that? How can you maybe just drop those expectations of what you think it should look like? And how can you put the top priority things in there and just focus on that? I can tell you with complete honesty and transparency, every time I am not handling things in my life well, or I'm not coping very well, maybe I'm more emotional, maybe I'm overtired, I'm not sleeping well, it almost always, almost always boils down to my self-care game is off. I've let it go. In times of stress, the self-care is the first thing that we let go. I don't know why we do it as humans, but we all do it. And that won't change anything in our lives. It'll just keep us stuck. So I really, really encourage you to get clear on what you need for your self-care. Know that you and believe that you deserve it and you are a priority and you have to give back to yourself in order to give to others. No one is coming to save or fix you. You have to do this for yourself and you deserve to feel good. You deserve the time. You deserve the freedom. You're setting an example for your kids of what it is that they will have to do to take care of themselves. And in those times of heightened stress, don't let it go by the wayside. Honestly, don't. It is what you need to excel in your life. So yes, it is a priority. It is a 100% priority. And I would love to see you make time for it in your life. I believe it is so important that it is actually the second module that we go through in the Radical Responsibility Mastermind. And what we do in the first module is we really understand our story and our lessons and build our wheelhouse and what we can teach on, what we can speak on, who our niche is. Really get an understanding of that. and then we dive into the self-care piece. And the self-care piece is really important because as you are learning your values and boundaries and how to set your boundaries and how to trust yourself and lead with intention, not reaction, and build that self-care game, be proud of what it is that you need, then when we do that, like then it gets easier to share your story and show up online and build your social media and build your business. I think self-care is actually an extremely pivotal piece in your business, in your life, in your relationships. And it's top, top, top priority in order for you to create change. So I know you can do it. If that speaks to you and you want to be part of the Radical Responsibility Mastermind, we're just opening up spots to start in the middle of August. Already had somebody jump right in, which I just love people who are those like, let's take initiative and let's do it. So it's out there for you. It's an incredible group of women who are teaching you how to learn how to share your story. And eventually it ends up in building your business, whether it's podcast speaking, writing, coaching. And if you know there's something more for you, if you know you've lived your story for a reason, I really encourage you to apply. I'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for listening to this podcast, for feeding it, for sharing it, for doing all the things to helping me to spread the message. I would love your biggest to hear your biggest takeaway on what self-care means to you and maybe one change that you will be doing after listening to this podcast. Have an incredible week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. 
I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.